to sing and we worked real hard on this we're no uh, professionals by no means but do the best we can but I want to read a couple verses to you I want to read first of all Isaiah uh, chapter 9 verses 6 and 7 and the word of God says for unto us a child is born and unto us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called wonderful counselor the mighty God the everlasting father the prince of peace Verse 7, of the increase of his government and the peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David, David, and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform 
this. I want to read you one more verse out of Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. The Bible says, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins.
Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save your sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? And this child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would give sight to a blind man? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would calm a storm with his hand? Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels run? When you kiss the little baby, you kiss the face of Excellent job. Let's give them a, give the glory to God, right? right? We're clapping for Jesus, right? Giving glory to God. So uh, they worked very hard on that. I'm very thankful for Miss uh, Mary and Brother Jerry and Brother Keith and all that worked very hard on that. And those um, who didn't mention, well, what better name to sing this morning than the name of Jesus? Amen. And so I'm going to make a promise to you. I'll be brief. Amen. All right. If you would turn with me to Luke's gospel. If you turn with me to Luke's Gospel, chapter 2, Luke's Gospel, chapter number 2, and I just want to look at 
really a phrase today. Don't want to try to break down too much because we want you to come down here. My goal is to be finished up 15 minutes. Say amen right there. And then we'll head down and have a meal together, a good time of fellowship down in the gym. We want to invite you to come down there and be with us. We plan for you to be here. You're our honored guest. And so you feel free to just come on down, make yourself at home, and to have a good time together with us. And then at the end of the sermon, I'm going to reveal the attendance that we have today. And I think we'll all be very pleased with that. You worked hard, and we're going to see what the Lord uh, has done today. Amen? All right, look at Luke chapter 2. Let's look at verses 13 and 14. This is, of course, this is the birth of Christ. It says, Suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Well, I want to take that one verse in verse number 14 and break it down for you very briefly. As it says again, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, Goodwill towards men. This morning I'd like to preach to you on the subject entitled The Anthem of the Angels. The Anthem of the Angels. And what I want you to see here is three things. Number one, I want you to see the directive, all right, the directive of the angels' praise. And secondly, I want you to see the declaration of the angels' praise. And then thirdly, we'll look at the desire of the angels' praise. So first of all, let's get right to it. The directive of the angels' praise. Now, who was being worshipped here? Who was getting the honor and the glory, as it says in the book of Psalms, due to his name? Well, glory means to get, to dignify. It means to honor. It means to praise. It means magnificence. It means excellence. It means preeminence. It means one and only. And it speaks of majesty. And it speaks of Worship. Who were these angels praising? Where was the directive of their praise? And that praise was why we're here this morning. Amen. Is the reason that we have salvation in Jesus Christ because God the Father sent the very best he had out of heaven, his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. That is something that is uh, that we ought to give glory for. And Christmas is a lot of, about a lot of things about a lot of things. We have different things that happen and meals and Christmas cards, all kinds of things that are going on every which way, meals and so forth. But let's not forget what it's all about. Let's not forget about the directive of our praise that it ought to go to God, that he ultimately gets the ultimate glory. As the Bible says in Luke 2, 9, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them and the glory of the Lord shone round about them and they were sore afraid, referring to the shepherds of that day. Now listen, Psalm chapter 29, verses 2 and 3. Give unto the Lord the glory due His name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of His holiness. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters, for the God of glory thundereth. The Lord is upon the waters. I like that. Give unto the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. Now the Bible tells us here that God has done things in this world that he has done that he will ultimately at the end of the day when the dust is settled that he will ultimately receive all the honor and all the glory at the end of it. 
The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 27 through 31, but God had, God had chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty and base things of the world and things which are despised. That God chosen, yea, and things which are not to bring to naught things that are that no flesh should glory in his presence. As it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. Acts chapter 12, verses 22 through 23. And the people gave a shout, saying, It is the voice of a God, not of a man. And immediately the voice of the Lord smote him. Talking about Herod. Why? Because he gave not God the glory, and he was eaten of worms and gave up the ghost. Why? Because Herod did not take the glory and give it to God where it is due. Hebrews 2.9. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. Warren Wiersbe said this, God's glory had dwelt in the tabernacle in the temple, but he had departed because of the nation's sin, the nation of Israel. Now God's glory was returned to earth in the person of his son, the Lord Jesus. That lowly manger was a holy of holies because why? Jesus was there. John 1.14, and the word was made flesh and dwelt, which means tabernacle among us. And we beheld his what? Glory and the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and in truth. And we remember back in Matthew when it's talking about the birth of Christ. Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son. They shall call his name Emmanuel, which is being interpreted God, which is theos, where we get theology. God with us. God robed in flesh. God incarnate in flesh. So number one, the directive of the angel's praise, let us give glory to God this season. Nextly, I want you to see the declaration of the, earth, of the angel's praise. The, we've seen the direction, let's look at the declaration. What do they say? Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace. <laughs> let me tell you something. You ought to realize you live in this world. We don't live under a woodpile somewhere, do we? There's no peace in this world. There's not peace in the Middle East. There's not peace in the world today. There's not uh, peace. Because the Bible tells us in the last days, 1 Thessalonians 5, 3, For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. In Isaiah 48, verse 22, and in 57, 21, the Word of God says, There is no peace, N-O, no peace saith the Lord unto the wicked. says it twice. There is no peace, N-O, no peace, saith the Lord unto the wicked. Now, there's two ways we can look at that. Without God and without Christ as your Savior, there is N-O peace, no peace. But when you K-N-O-W Jesus Christ, you know Christ, you know peace. If there is no Christ, N-O, no peace. So we see the declaration of the angels that they on earth peace, goodwill towards men. Psalm 711, God judgeth the righteous. Now listen, this is not popular, but it's the word of God. Psalm 7 verse 11, God judgeth the righteous and is angry with the wicked every 
day. Every day. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 14. I'll just read that first portion of that verse. The Bible says, For he is our peace. He is our peace. The Bible tells us in Romans 5, 1, Therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus said this in John 14, Peace I leave you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Philippians 4, 7, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Do you know peace this Christmas season? Do you truly know peace in the bottom of your heart? Do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? The good thing is that you can know that. The last thing I want to point out to you, I told you I'd be brief. I keep my word, right? All right, thirdly, the desire of the angels' praise. What was the desire of the angels' praise? We've seen the directive. God receives the glory. We've seen the declaration on earth, peace. Now let's look at the desire. The desire is found in the last portion of that verse, good will toward men. Now what is good will? Good will is satisfaction, delight, kindness, and good pleasure. Let me ask you this morning, how many of you have ever made a decision that you regretted? <laughs> I've made a lot of decisions that I've lived to regret, but there's one decision I've never regretted. Never regretted. Nor have I ever met anyone else that has ever made it, regretted the decision I'm getting ready to talk about, and that's the decision to trust Jesus Christ as a personal Lord and Savior. Regret a lot of decisions, re regret a lot of things I've done, but hey, listen, I do not regret the time in my life when I surrendered to the Lord Jesus and gave Him my heart and life, and to me was peace, and not only that, was a goodwill, a satisfaction, a, del a delight, a kindness, and a good pleasure. Romans 10.1, Paul says, Brethren, my heart's desire, which he was talking about his goodwill, in prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Ephesians 1.5, the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. John chapter 3, verse 17 and 18. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. For he that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Let me end with this. Acts 4.12. The Bible says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must, must be saved.